Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. And you're listening to the Grok Science Show. That's right, it's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and their effects on our daily lives. Coming up on today's program, Jacqueline Haskins will join us to discuss Lada. So stay tuned for all of this. Plus the Grokatron 5000. And our world famous question of the week. Coming right up. Here. On the Grok's Science Show. Science Show. Well, latent autoimmune diabetes in adults, better known as LADA. Joining us today to discuss this issue is Ms. Jacqueline Haskins. Ms. Haskins is the award-winning author and aquatic biologist who holds an MS in quantitative ecology and her work appears in Terrain, the Iowa Review, River Teeth, and many more. She has written the new book, Kick-Ass Healthy LADA, How to Thrive with Latent Autoimmune Diabetes in Adult. Ms. Haskins, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show. Thank you. It's a real honor to be here. Well, it is certainly our pleasure, certainly, to think of autoimmune diabetes as early onset, something that comes up in childhood, but there's a growing number that are being diagnosed later to adulthood. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a great point. To say why I wrote the book and then circle back to your point about being autoimmune and the connection to type 1. So about four years ago, my doctor told me that I had type 2 diabetes, and I never questioned that until a friend who had a medical background said, well, has anyone talked to you about LADA? And I said, about what? I had never heard of LADA. And many people haven't, even though 3 million Americans have the disease. So once I knew it was real and I started Googling it, then I was able to ask my doctor for the test for it. It's just simple blood work because it is autoimmune, as you mentioned. If they find antibodies, then you have LADA, not type 2. So I feel like that friend literally saved my life because if you have LADA, you don't want to be treated as having type 2. And so I wrote the book just to pass that along and be that friend for someone else. Is there a growing awareness that this is a diagnosis doctors and patients should be looking out for if they are diagnosed with diabetes? Yes, I hope the tide is turning, but even today... I just run into so many stories. Uh, I just, there was a a speaker here in my home state recently who told the story of being misdiagnosed for four years. And so it's still happening today. It's happening a lot. About one out of 10 people who are told they are type 2 are actually LADA. So if you have any question about whether you're truly type 2, absolutely ask for that test. It's simple blood work. It just looks for antibodies in your blood. Are there any clues that for saying, oh, I might be w- one of these that uh, actually has a lot of... <clears throat> There's certainly not a huge downside to double checking. It's simple blood work and they're probably taking your blood when you go into the doctor anyway. Some of the hints can be if the medications that your doctor gave you for type 2 seem to be working for a while and then seem to stop working. That's a great hint. Also, if you're a very active, fit person, or a slender person, that can be a hint, although a person with any body weight can have LADA. So there's really no downside to asking for that test because so many of us actually do have LADA. 
find out that you have a lot of, I mean, how do you approach it? What are the best resources or finding that team that experienced enough to help folks through a lot of diagnosis? Yeah, another great question. Of course, your doctor is going to be your great team member, but I think, I feel that all types of diabetes are somewhat a do-it-yourself disease, and you're really going to want to become educated, get information, and you actually have a lot of tools because if you have, if it turns out that you do have LADA, because it is autoimmune, what's happening is that your pancreas has been under attack, maybe for years, and you haven't been aware. And probably by the time you're diagnosed, by the time your body is really struggling now to process food and take the food that you eat and get it into the cells and your brain, you may have already lost, permanently lost 80% of your ability to make insulin. So it's pretty serious now. You want to get correctly diagnosed, early diagnosed, and then take every step that you can to protect those beta cells that you have left because they are precious now. And insulin is like gold. And so there are medications, lifestyle, diet. And if you use all the tools at hand, you can be as healthy as any person that doesn't have a diabetes diagnosis. Again, there's been so much in the news about how insulin is sometimes hard to come by, even though this is a life-eating medication. Yes, that's so important. I mean, we literally cannot survive without insulin. All your listeners right now have insulin running through their body. And what it does is it takes the food that you eat and it lets that food actually get into your cells. So if you, for some reason, didn't have insulin, you would literally starve to death. No matter what you ate, you wouldn't actually receive the nutrition from that food that you need. So it's a life and death matter. It is really lovely, some of the progress that's happening, but it's still a crisis, especially globally. One out of two people globally either don't have access to insulin or cannot afford it. It's very heartbreaking. So even though we celebrate some great progress recently, there is a lot of work to do to make insulin more available for everybody that needs it. Does this come with a lot of lifestyle changes or sometimes difficult to implement? Or what are your advices, I guess, in terms of types of approaches? When I first received my diagnosis, I was very depressed and I felt ashamed and I felt I was worried about the changes that I would have to make. I thought I'd have to be in a sort of a deprivation world and like running on a treadmill all the time and never eating the things I loved. So hopefully people should let go of all that fear, that blame, and that shame because LADA is not your fault. It's just while you weren't watching, your pancreas got attacked. So healthy, active people with healthy lifestyles develop this disease, and we can remain healthy or become healthy. So we should let go of our fear. The lifestyle changes are actually lovely, and you can still eat anything. You just can't eat everything all at once. You can learn how and when to eat the foods that you love. So don't be frightened. You got this. When you talk to individuals about diabetes, they assume it's just a, a disease as you insulin insensitivity as opposed to the autoimmune condition. Do you find that communicating that this is in fact something that is not the fault of your own, but rather some body is attacking itself? Yeah, I think that's, and because 80% of people with diabetes are type 2, which has different causes. A lot of people maybe are familiar with someone who has type 2 and then put some assumptions onto those of us with autoimmune diabetes. But even people with type 2, they're struggling often with genetic issues, with 
there should be no blame for type two either. But yes, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding and it's important to, it's not easy to educate people, but you just have to advocate for yourself and be confident and strong in yourself that you did nothing wrong, you're a healthy person, and you can stay healthy. As an overview of looking at all these approaches, what would you like people to take home in terms of how they approach a lot of I think just understand that much like driving a car, before you get behind the wheel, you need to do a lot of learning. You need training, you need the help of an expert like a doctor, nutritionist, books, resources. But at some point, you're going to be on the road, driving, turning left, right, making all your own decisions. And it seems, it sounds really daunting at first, but you can do it. By the time you've been driving for a while, you know, you're like, oh, I got this. I'm not, I'm not scared to drive to the grocery store. So it does sound daunting when you start, but you will get there sooner than you know, and you'll be able to be really healthy. What's been the biggest surprise to your own journey with Lotta? I think just turning my attitude around and also being willing to talk about it. Early on, I, I didn't like for people to know about it because they would they would be misinformed and then they would ask a lot of ignorant questions and I would find it grating. And now I realize it's okay, you know, it's okay for them to have questions and it's nice to feel open and confident in myself and be okay with telling people when they're a little bit misinformed and setting them straight. And I think that thank you for this radio show, which is which is helping with that. What would you like people to take home from the book? Resources for those individuals who are curious about a lot and learning more. Yeah, great question. I think probably if I could just say one thing to people, people with any kind of autoimmune diabetes, whether it's type 1 or LADA, is to say to them, you know, there are professional football players with LADA, there are Olympic gold medalists, there are Supreme Court justices, there are mountain guides on Everest, and just know that you can still do and be anything that you want to be. And resources, well, I've tried to, in my book, Kick-Ass Healthy Lada, I've tried to outline and condense a bunch of things. And in the back of the book, there are 400 citations that will send you to particular scientific articles that if you want to follow up on specific topics. We were talking with Ms. Jasqueline Haskins, her new book, Kick-Ass Healthy Lada, How to Thrive with Latent Autoimmune Diabetes in Adults. Ms. Haskins, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show. It was such a pleasure. Thank you for having me on the show. And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make sure you tune in next week for more from the world of science and technology. If you'd like to contact us here, you can email us at science at groks.net. For Grok Science, I'm Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. Make sure you also see us on the web at www.groks.net. Have a great afternoon and keep on grokking.